0: This is multinew New Media.
1: Hi everyone, I'm Chase Raz, and with me today is Chris Ayers. Chris, you doing all right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it going?
1: Going pretty, pretty well. We are close to the end of season two of Multinew Media. That means twenty sixteen is almost done and we're looking forward to twenty seventeen. We have no idea what that means, but hey, it's something to look forward to.
0: Yes it is.
1: Chris, what did you do today?
0: Woke up, played some games, went to work, played some games, came home from work, and played some games, and now I'm doing a podcast.
1: So there's a lot of games in between, right?
0: Well, okay, so I I had to run some quests real quick on my MMO this morning, so I did that before work because some of them have like a 20-hour reset, Um, and I usually play games at lunch, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I got home and I checked the quests I set up this morning before I got on the podcast with you and started watching some TV. Until we started recording,
1: do you think that doing so many different things, recording a podcast, going to work, playing games, watching TV, do you think that this has been overload for you, or have some of those things helped you get through your day?
0: I get overload during the day for different reasons. i I, I, uh, I think that doing the things is is fine. Um, I'm usually multitasking at work. I have to put out fires, so I'll be um, helping anywhere from four to 10 developers kind of directing them. So I'm hopping topics, uh, you know, every 15 minutes or so sometimes right. it's nice when I get to kind of put on my headphones and tune everybody out for a couple of hours. Um, I'm, I don't like all the distractions. Right. Um, I'd, I'd rather work while I'm at work and then come home and, and like, Okay, I'm at lunch, tune tune out work. Oh, I'm I'm off work. I am not thinking about it. That that's how I like to do things. So, while I'm at work, I try to give them everything I can, and when I'm gone, I try not to give them anything.
1: And you <laughs> you like <laughs> to keep things very segmented.
0: Yeah, it makes it a lot easier to have no worries about what I'm doing in the weekend and what I'm doing after I get off of work.
1: So, we- there,
0: there's no gray area. It's boom or boom.
1: And I I think that's a really good topic or a good point for this topic because we want people, as we talk about recreation at work today, we want people to understand that there is no one size fits all. We'll talk about a little bit of the research that's out there, and I want to be quite blunt. I will cite some research, but there is so much research on recreation at work that spans the entire planet, that spans almost every industry you can think of, that I quite frankly, and I'm not exaggerating, got bored of looking at the research that's out there. And we couldn't have timed this episode to record this episode, at least on a better day. I couldn't have timed this. I'm not making of this up today. Today, I worked in the morning. I Mm -hmm. published a podcast. We're recording this podcast. I Mm -hmm. worked more on course development. I worked with client relations on a client that I have coming up next week. I have been inside of a theme park, I have gone shopping, I went to lunch, and I have cooked dinner. That is t- my today. Okay. I couldn't have timed that any better to do all of those things. I'm not normally that all over the place. But you know what I've, I find very interesting? Is I got well, just as much work done today as I did my last work day or that I would have if I didn't go to lunch and step foot inside of a theme park and do all of those other things. So well, we were, why
0: did you step foot inside of a theme park?
1: Well, my uh, my mom and I were doing some holiday shopping. So we ran by one of the uh, one of the uh, South Orlando attractions and stopped by and got a few jingle jangles or whatever you uh, want to call them. So you went to the
0: gifts shop. Oh, we went you to a few not. gift shops. OK, so you did not go ride rides. throughout. The no,
1: weekend. no rides. No rides. I have done that. I have Just um,
0: clarifying.
1: I've done that. Not statement. not within a work day. But between two appointments in a day, so I worked one place and then I had a client after or vice versa, and I did, I have stopped by theme parks and and had a, you know, go on a ride in those situations. But, you know, I work with a lot of people who tell me that that's not for them, that they can't do that. Do you work with some of those people or is that you with how segmented you are?
0: So he, he, here's my take on things. And this is probably coming from an enterprise level environment where, um, a, a lot of the enterprise level places I've worked, uh, they do have some flexibility as far as like what your schedule is or working from home. Mm-hmm. So it makes it easy for me to schedule around things or I can come in earlier and leave earlier. So I go in at seven, I leave at four. Um, I have a pretty regular schedule cause, um, I go to bed around the same time. I wake up around the same time. makes it easy. I go in before the traffic hits. I get to work. It's quiet. I get to work without distraction for a couple of hours, and people start showing up around 839. Um, I leave around 4, beat a lot of traffic, get home, and I have the whole evening without having to worry about traffic or work or any of that. Mm -hmm. Um, I have worked with people that sit around and talk for 20, 30 minutes or want to go get coffee. Are,
1: have you ever been by my office? That's, street, a, that's what we do.
0: Go, go get coffee for multiple, you know, like 30 minutes at a time. And
1: Ooh.
0: Well, yeah, they're going to go <laughs> that may across be a little the extreme. street and walk over there and yeah. get coffee and come back. So, for me, I... It, 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 so when you talk talking about rec- recreation at work, you also start going into work ethics and you get into a, a, a professionalism. Sure. Like there are people that will take it to an extreme, which is, hey, I'm going to roll in at an 11 and I'm going to leave out at three. <laughs> you know, and, and you know what? I'm going to get some work done tonight at my house around 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. Uh-huh. That, there's people like that, and that's fine. I was about to say, it, what's it, wrong it,
1: with that? That describes probably 50% of no, my working days.
0: That's fine for people that work that way and for businesses that can work that way. If you're working in a collaborative environment, oh,
1: sure, if you sure. have
0: people who are there during your core hours, let's say your core hours are 9 to 3. You have people that come in earlier than 9. You have people that, that stay later than 3. But the average for everybody is like 9 to 3. That's your mm-hmm. core hours. You can't set a meeting for somebody at 7 p.m. Right. You can't depend on that work product from them. Now you're pushed into the next day. So it can impact business operation. It can impact work and meetings and collaboration. But if it's individual effort, like let's say you're working on a project by yourself. You want to work some hours at 7 at night and you want to – maybe that's okay.
1: Sure. So mission criticality has a, a, a large factor in this conversation, doesn't it?
0: That's where I said work ethics and professionalism. So if you're spending more time recreating than you are working, that's an that's an ethical issue
1: it, it, because to me, is.
0: you're kind of stealing, uh, and, and you're 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 um insulting the work of all of those people that work around you that maybe they actually work eight hours in a day and you're uh, partying half the day and working the other half.
1: Right. And that, that's just a slap in the face. You know, as someone who has for uh, more than half a decade enjoyed a, f- a very flexible schedule, uh, I absolutely understand where you're coming from. Because and it I, can
0: be perception. It,
1: it can't just be perception. It can you're be, yes. You're in the yes.
0: office four hours.
1: That's mm-hmm. what I see. Right. And, you know, I, I, I have the pleasure of working with a lot of absolutely wonderful people at my university. And what happens over time is we get to know ourselves. And we've moved into these two camps. And there are a few people who float between. But we have these two camps that are, there are some of us that everybody jokes and they say, well, I never see you, but you're always caught up and you always have everything done and you're always even early on things. And then we have another camp, and I'm only talking about the people who are caught up and in good standing. And the other camp of those people are always at the office. And we kind of, those of us who are a little bit more... um Uh, really happy about our flex time and we pick back on them and say what did you move a cot in under your desk and so this really has to be an individual choice not even a choice it has to be an individual responsible Uh, understanding of yourself can you be productive with flexibility
0: well there's that can you be productive at home when we've had that conversation before yeah but then there's the can your flexibility hurt others so um, I don't know if, if you've looked into this, but, you know, I, I've worked in offices where they have foosball tables sometimes.
1: Absolutely, because, right, and let me interject just one thing, because flexibility is not the only bit of recreation, and you're moving into a, another good part of recreation.
0: Some people like playing foosball. Some people don't like playing foosball. But what annoys me is in an open office where there's a foosball table, do you know how annoying that sound is, Yeah. <laughs> of the ball hitting into the sides?
1: Yes, when you are trying to perform real true yeah. work i'm a, I'm a developer
0: is, i'm sitting there thinking about complex ideas and trying to figure out problems that doesn't help me
1: you know i bought memory K-pop foam tables. earbuds specifically for that um and for Why should you have to and i mean that's a good question but to further that my point is they don't even work the best insulating earbuds i could find Still don't work to block out, you know, when people are giving that obnoxious office laugh, or we don't have ping pong tables, but some of these my, things that happen are definitely detrimental. And if you're a business owner, you do want to consider this and maybe move some of your recreation off of what we'll call the main right. floor.
0: Well, so my my office has white noise machines, so there's a like a shh, it's kind of coming from all the speakers yeah, and, and it really helps because they have an open floor plan. So there can be people on one side of the office kind of making a phone call or having a conversation and you don't really hear it on the other side. It, it, the, the white noise covers it up.
1: Oh, we should put some of that in the office I work out of.
0: And it's great. Um, so my problem, so I'm I know I have ADHD. I know I kind of focus in on voices. Voices are bad for me. Okay. It, it distracts me a lot when I'm trying to, to work, so I usually put on noise-canceling headphones or headphones with like some sort of just beat without voices or, or, or something yeah. to try to drown out noise and drown out voices so I can focus. But in an open floor plan, I know I don't work well. I get distracted easy.
1: Well, you know, I'd believe it. They say some of the brightest people have ADHD and you're definitely bright. And I can see how when you're in that, I don't know what to call it, but you're in that walk, zone. Walking, yeah. Walking people or watching people
0: walk by voices, movement. Like I, I, like I see it and it's like,
1: I'm that know. way at the gym. If somebody walks by me too many times, you know, it's kind of like, oh, come on. Do you really Maybe have to do your squats? By? Oh no. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, let's move back into the realm of, of reality and possibilities here. Um, So, again, it's not just about flexibility. It's not about actual – only about actual –
0: Sometimes those open floor plans, people having conversations and relaxing can impact other people. Yeah.
1: You know, there was a time that when I was brand new at my university that we were looking at one of those game rooms and they were going to call it a dream room or some fancy spin on this. And the idea at that time was to remove it away from, as I keep calling it, a main floor and put it in a sort of doored-off, walled-off space. And I think if you have the luxury of space and you have employees that are are, um, interested – that may be a better idea because, again, some of those Friday afternoon conversations, those loud office laughs, hearing people at the microwave every five seconds, <laughs> you know the types of annoyances we're talking about. And everyone's yeah. shaking their head and going, yeah, I know exactly. Speaking um, of microwaves, yeah. cover
0: your stuff so it doesn't stick to the top.
1: How about just you know go to the microwave on the other side of the building if it's fish or smells?
0: Uh, no, no microwaving fish or popcorn because you'll probably burn it.
1: Anyways, pretty pretty um, smart. But what else can what else could businesses offer? or What else could employees ask for in terms of rec- What would you like in terms of recreation?
0: So, you know, I, I already acknowledge that I spend more time at work with my coworkers than I do with my family. Um, that's why I try to give what I do at work and leave, right? And go home. <laughs> um, th- though
1: good work life uh, balance.
0: Yes, yes. Um, The company I'm at now and one of the clients I'm consulting at both have culture clubs and their idea of culture clubs is specifically to, you know, gather the ideas and and, and activities that the employees want to do. They organize like happy hours. They organize outings. Uh, like social events, going to see movies or bowling. They, they do that sort of stuff on Thanksgiving. they had like a field day.
1: So a lot of team building and, and team yeah. building and maybe even enrichment.
0: right. Um, you know I, I usually enjoy going out to eat f- for lunch with my coworkers. I mean that you know but I don't know. To me, work is a place of work. Yeah, that's kind of how it's always been to me.
1: Oh, man- you're such a stick in the mud. I love to have fun at work. <laughs>
0: um oh,
1: okay. I'm just I'm just teasing.
0: That's fine. I I did speak with one guy and um yeah, he asked about leisure time and, and instead of work life balance, it was and I think this is something that that millennials and and a little bit of younger people I I realize I have an older mindset.
1: I am a millennial. Be careful what you say. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm only a couple years older.
1: Than I know you. you're, you're, you're a very tail end Gen X.
0: Yeah. So Gen X and baby boomers. I've always, I'm a, a, a very senior developer. I've always been around people older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, military contractor at times, finance contractor, um, you know, legal industry. I, I've been exposed to that a lot. And I guess that's where my work ethic comes from. Um, but I don't, I don't like to play around at work.
1: Hmm what about taking this to another direction because I you know when we talk about recreation at work sometimes we do have a tendency to go a little bit too far and start thinking about how many playstations can we install into the break room but what about um, you mentioned spending uh, you know half of your waking life or a third of your life total which is what most people uh, in the United States who are professionals and um, that's that's that tends to be what we spend at work about a third of our total life Um, minus a little bit for for, uh,
0: a given day, eight hours of sleep and eight hours of working and the rest you spend with your family or driving or eating.
1: So because of that, one of the things that I think really suffers, and this is where I want to encourage, if I'm going to stand up on a soapbox at any point today, I want to encourage every employer and every employee to take uh, note of this. One of the things that suffers is our physical health. We find that we're either sitting for eight hours a day or maybe you have a job where you're standing Especially standing still, retail, I'm talking to you right now, standing still for eight hours a day and getting not that much walking in um, putting a lot of pressure on yourself. Or maybe you're doing heavy labor. It doesn't matter which side of the scale you're on. We are neglecting ourselves for the betterment of our, uh, for our companies for eight hours a day. And one of the things that I personally would love to advocate for at every business If possible, if feasible for that business is some type of uh, maybe a walking trail or a gym or a cardio machine, maybe with a little shower next next door, uh, stationary bikes, real bikes, some type of thing where we can get up and get our blood flowing and come back to work.
0: So that's not doable in a lot of cases. Absolutely. Um, The building I'm at, the the office I'm at now uh, is a bigger building that has multiple offices and there's a gym in that building. So that's a thing.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. Um, I love that.
0: That's nice. So I, I have done that over lunch. I have done that before or after work. Um, other places I've worked, they do not have space for a gym, and the bathrooms that came in the building don't have showers. Yeah. So just saying I want a shower yeah. is usually not feasible it's unless a tall they order. built unless they built their building or are in a larger building that has those things. It is a
1: tall Um, order for that reason, plus the cost of maintaining it and the labor to maintain it. I understand all of those realities.
0: The other option is trying to get a deal with a local gym.
1: That'd be wonderful. Usually
0: the deals with the gym are only applicable if you have enough people. They'll they'll do it if you can get at least 10 people Mm -hmm. or at least five people. And and that's not always the case.
1: Right. Especially for small businesses – uh some mid-sized businesses that are geographically dispersed that's that can be really tough but you know uh,
0: the other thing you can do instead of that and and something that some of my works uh one of my uh clients has provided are standing desks um you can get convertible desks uh some of them only run about 200 bucks yeah they seem to be bucks. all
1: the rage right now really really good um, uh offerings
0: and and in addition to just the standing desk they do have some of the ones with treadmills but um yeah, the standing thing can also fall under OSHA depending upon the size of the company.
1: True. You know, I have a coworker um, at the university who has, I don't know what to call I think it's called a desk elliptical. While he's sitting in the chair, it has that circular elliptical motion, mm-hmm. and he can do that under the desk and keep his blood flowing and, you know, kind of get that little bit of motion and not get so much, uh, you know— so much wear and tear on the backside sitting stationary. I thought that was a really nice idea. So sometimes it's not feasible for the business. Um, but employees listen, if you find yourself sitting, um, seven, eight, nine, 10 hours a day, start thinking about some things you can do. Um,
0: well, Fitbit and Apple watch and a number of devices all have things. Uh, there's even programs on the Mac about like standing up, um, and if you're, you know, standing up, walking around, walk to the water cooler, stuff like that. Um, you also need to watch your eye health if you're staring at monitors all day. Uh, the 15, yeah. 15, 15. You familiar with that?
1: No, I, 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 I'm I, not familiar with what they mean. I know it's something about looking, you know, 15 you meters away something. for 15 minutes or something. I'm...
0: Every 15 minutes, look at something 15 feet away for 15, 15 seconds. Feet. <laughs> I so mean you're, you're staring, focusing at something really close for yeah. long periods of time. So every once in a while, just look up above your monitor at something far away for 15 seconds.
1: You're striking a little close to home for me today um, as well because for the past couple of days, I've had some pretty bad eye strain headaches, and it's very clear that they're eye strain. Um, Go
0: get some glasses.
1: I, yeah, I went and bought a new pair of polarized glasses for outside. Um, I think that was the culprit. I'd broken my glasses about a week ago. Um, A lot of computer time, a lot of work time, uh, a lot of outdoor time. And so, um, yeah, definitely, people, please take care of yourselves. But what about going the opposite direction? Instead of giving people uh, the opportunity to improve themselves if you can't have showers and can't have expensive gym equipment or even get a partnership with a gym down the road, what about giving people food? Have you ever worked somewhere with a free lunch program?
0: No, I've worked places that have... Uh, Soda machines that have uh, Snacks Mm -hmm. And uh, we've specifically requested um, Like healthy snacks So they'll be like granola And and stuff like that instead of cookies
1: You know granola just Hey if anybody's on the keto bandwagon like I am granola is just as bad for us as cookies But but I I love the fact that you were doing that That you were requesting healthier options I love the fact that your employer was doing that Or I I don't know if you said it was an employer or a client But um, having worked somewhere That did a free lunch program Um, this loops right back to the ability for employees to bond and get to know each other. Started getting a whole lunch bunch together. Um, It wasn't a Google style where, you know, there are multiple cafes and they're open all day, every day. It was a set, you know, lunch ran two hours, had um, the cafeteria run and really great people uh, serving up the food and cooking the food. Um, Full-size cafeteria, uh, just like you'd expect. It It was a Fortune 100 company. Really great perk. Um, One thing I found is that it can really ease a bad day or a bad meeting. So not to go to the benefits of doing this beyond employee productivity, but if you have a meeting that's going south, do you know how great it is to be able to say, oh, and by the way, we have lunch you know, downstairs or we have catering coming in. People stick around for that. Even if they're itching to get out of the building and don't want to do business with you, you get them captive for a little while longer and can make that sale.
0: Um. Where I work, usually, if I have an all-day meeting with a vendor working on a problem, they'll provide lunch to encourage you to stay there and work and not go to lunch
1: or there, to work over lunch. There's that side, and I wanted to ask you about that. There was no secret in the Fortune 100 that I'm mentioning. There was no <laughs> secret that the idea was, and we were. I, I, listen, I don't mean to. I'm not ratting anybody out, and I'm not upset over it. But we were sometimes scolded for going out to lunch, like like little kids. And you know, the idea was, well, you have a quote unquote hour for lunch. But with the cafeteria downstairs, you should be able to get there and back in 25 minutes.
0: That's great. I'm going to take my laptop down there and play games for 59 minutes and use 30 seconds to get down there and 30 seconds to get back up.
1: (laughs) That's that good segmentation you have going on. I love that.
0: No, like seriously, I set a timer and I go in there and I just I'm like, whatever, put on headphones. I'm doing my
1: thing. Can I I'm going to tell a secret that I don't mind being recorded and don't mind being out there and it's not negative every every time i say that people think i'm going to go negative i'm not i got in trouble once not for doing that but because i would i would go back up to my office i had a cubicle mm-hmm. i would go back up and i would take the remainder of my break i encourage anybody and i know there are a lot of people out there shaking their heads going well what's wrong with that i don't see the point why are you bringing yourself?" sleeping out? i wasn't sleeping no no, okay. I know someone who did there. Uh, I, also, go, I go out to oh, my good.
0: car and recline back and will sleep yeah. in my car if I feel like doing that. Right. Well,
1: and there, there are With benefits. The alarm. There are benefits. That you you may need that if you've had a particularly rough night or, you know, you're tired. You can get a good productivity boost for that. But, you know, I was up in the cubicle and apparently it sent the wrong, wrong image and, and made, ruffled some feathers. Like, well, we think you're here working, but you're not working. And it's, it tripped a few alarms and got me in a little bit of hot water. So you know, uh, I
0: see. They thought you were claiming hours for as work that you right, were not actually right. Right,
1: in a salaried position, I guess they thought I was trying to pretend I was working that time, and I really wasn't. I, I was just goofing off, sketching, drawing, whatever, just like I'm on my lunch break. But um, I lesson learned. I should have done it downstairs.
0: That's why I always take my laptop into the game or uh, into the break room, and I don't uh, play games at my desk, uh, so there's a clear separation.
1: Ah, see, where were you to tell me that you know all these years ago? What about, you know, it's
0: speak- about perception maintenance. Uh, like, seriously, you, the uh, like I said, the people who are out half the day and you can't tell they're working late at night or, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you have doctor's appointments and you're out for a reason, you don't tell people or you run into a blocker and you're not like, hey, I'm running into this issue. And maybe you took a little bit of time off or you were out of the office. They see you're not there. Yeah. And they see things aren't getting done. And if you don't communicate – I'm at the doctor, and this isn't getting done because of this other problem not related to the amount of effort I'm putting in. They start equating, you're not here, so you're not putting in the effort, so things aren't getting done, so you're being lazy.
1: Absolutely. And listen, as again, as someone – It's
0: perception management. Yeah. As someone in that – yeah. Be at your desk as much as possible when you're supposed to be there. Be vocal about the problems and stuff that you're seeing and communicate like when you're going to be there, not be there. That, that's how you. Communication like, is
1: that. absolutely key. As someone who's done that, I, I can't stress if anybody finds himself in this situation. If you find yourself with a flexible schedule for the first time in a long time or first time ever, please, please, please don't underestimate communication because that is the key to everything. You know, I've gotten some of those questions about where are you? And it's like, well. I was doing this, I was doing that. Here's all my work. And people look at me like, why didn't I know you were working on that? And when you're young and inexperienced, that's one thing. And that's how I learned those lessons. But a lot of us, um, a lot of people out there may not be getting these flexible experiences until now. And they may be 10, 20, 30 years into their career. So please, even if we're younger than you, trust us. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Make sure your schedules are all up to date. Let people know where you're at when you're working and be reliable with those times. And I guarantee you people will will trust you. They'll know where you're at. They know they can count on you. So a little bit of a caveat there that I'm glad you brought up.
0: Well, I mean, I kind of go along with with that with even when I have a flexible schedule or you can be fully flexible. um, I like to have a schedule. Just because it's a flex schedule, like you don't have to be at work at this time, doesn't mean I'm going to stay up till four in the morning and sleep until 11 and do this. And then next week, I'm going to maybe go to bed at two mm-hmm. and get up at nine. Like, I think that for your health, so for sleep schedules, yeah, routine's is very good for humans. Regularity is important. So even if you are not going to go to work immediately maybe Mm -hmm. you get up and have an hour longer morning schedule morning routine or maybe you have a little longer evening routine whatever Um, i would still encourage kind of working similar hours every day and working and sleeping and waking at similar hours every day Um, because your mind kind of gets into that mindset at the right time i think when you get a schedule going Your brain, your brain just kind of falls into it. Like now, it's time to work. Yeah, at least it does for me.
1: So I want to backtrack for a moment. You mentioned that you take uh, the laptop away and when you do gaming over lunch.
0: Yep, I take my laptop with my backpack to work every day. I have my work laptop and my personal laptop, and. When I go to lunch I take my backpack, go into the break room and hook it up and play games.
1: So you're in a break room, what is your thought about having individualized private spaces that we hear about in some of the tech companies, you know, maybe out west in California or some of the other tech areas? Okay. Uh what what do you think about those private spaces? Do you think they're just too likely to be abused or are they pretty good ideas?
0: Okay. I mean indifferent. I have no problems playing a game running around shooting people and sitting in a break room. I don't care if people see it or not. And well, with facts, some people might come over and go, hey, that's a cool game. We might talk.
1: Right. But, you know, it may be harder to take a little bit of a nap if you need a 15 minute break for a nap. Uh, close your eyes sure. for a bit, get your bearings. Uh, Maybe easier to do yeah. that in a private space.
0: Sure. I mean, they have a, a mother's room, but that's for mothers. Right. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Gentlemen, please do not go in the mother's room at all.
0: <laughs> I'm allowed in there if I want.
1: Yeah, they have a lock on it. Yeah, it's just the principle.
0: I just don't use it. Yeah. <laughs> if I have a call, I'll step in there and have the door open just uh-huh. so – because if there's no other spot.
1: I want a picture of this with the sign of Mother's Room right there. Blackmail forever.
0: Whatever. <laughs> I left the door open, and if someone was going to come use it, I'd walk out. I was not trying to claim it.
1: So uh, you know, I only have one um, additional topic here that I want to run over, but I want to make sure that we're not forgetting anything, that we're not um, that I'm not leaving you in the dark here as I move forward. W- what other thoughts do you have on this issue? I mean, if you were to sum up your idea of recreation at work, maybe your first visceral thoughts on it—positive, negative—where wh- does your mind go?
0: Um. That's fine for over lunch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's that segmentation again. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I like what it. So I, I there's a guy I work with. Let me put it this way. And he disappears from his desk during the day. Sounds like me. Like 30 minutes at a time. No so, idea where he is. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's not in the, 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 ba- the bathroom. Like I've never seen him walk in that direction. I think he goes for a walk somewhere, whatever. Right. But. We we're in a highly collaborative environment. We're working on mm-hmm. problems, and he's working on some stuff. So something comes up, and I go to talk to him. Not there. Yeah. That so. You know that's a problem. We're we're on a team. We're we're all working on stuff that that can impact other people. Um, you know if it was over, if it was before eight a.m., I don't expect anyone to to be available. If it's after four. I wouldn't schedule an appointment or expect anyone to be available. If it's from 12 to one, I don't expect anyone to be available. But other than that, other than maybe you're gone for five or 10 minutes, fine. But if you're gone for 30 or 40, right. That That's where it starts to annoy me. Yeah. Um, because I'm there working and, you know, I kind of, wish that most of my coworkers workers had my work ethic.
1: So well, you know, nice. you know you're, you're completely valid, and everybody's going to have to take what you just said and apply it to their own situation. So, for instance, at my university, in the business school, we're 9 to 9. We run four-hour classes. That means you could be in class from 9 a.m. Uh, to 1 p.m., or from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m., or from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. So we've identified that if you're working a day, if you're on campus that day, you should probably be somewhere around from 1 to 5. So meetings, whether you're in class, whether you're in the office, meetings are fair game between one and five. That's just common sense. When um, you have a situation of increased flexibility, I was joking before that, you know, you said somebody just gets up from their desk and walks away for half an hour. And I said, oh, sounds like me. But that's in an environment where you have different people coming and going all of the time from meetings to classes to private sessions with students where we're you know tutoring them or helping them with homework, not in a real-time collaborative IT environment. That's the difference. And everybody really needs to take this idea and cater it to themselves. The, the, the last thing I had want to, wanted to move to and sort of conclude with is we're not just talking about happiness. It'd be so easy to say, well, your employees will be really happy if you let them you know, relax and unwind at work, but you could lose productivity. What we see from the research, and I guess I'll just put some of this in the show notes because, again, it bored me um, looking at how much. not The research itself didn't bore me. It's how much there is. Going through it became tedious, but I'll put a few key examples in there. We can increase productivity with giving people just the right amount of recreation at work. But not only productivity, in the limited research I did for this episode, meaning looking through some of the journals and some of the research in academic databases, I found clear uh, clear uh, evidence that recreation at work can lead to not only productivity but positive engagement, retention, loyalty, meaning less less likely that your employees will steal your data, motivation, and even attendance.
0: To me, these are also all fall fall under the category of work ethics and professionalism.
1: That's true. But if we see a clear correlation. If you're
0: trying to be professional, you're not going to steal data at all because it's just not something you would do. Right. It's morally wrong. We
1: we would hope. That's what people like you and I assume and hope. But we we know the reality in the world is different.
0: I understand that not everyone has ethics and morals like I do. Right. I get that. I realize and I'm not black and white in all regards. I, I realize there's gray areas out there. Um, I, I fully get that, but I mean <laughs> like steal your data so they're less likely to steal your data. It's stealing. It's in the thing.
1: It, it's stealing It should be a given. I won't <laughs> I won't even pretend to defend that. It should be a given, absolutely. They're
0: actually going to be at work working.
1: But, you know, the but research is the research paid. and they show uh, they show you're a decrease
0: getting paid. So you're taking money to do something. You had one job. Do your job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> like,
0: like, I, what, why? Hey, you know, I'm really going to It'd be really awesome if you did your job.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you're paying me, but I just don't really feel like doing it.
1: I, I, can't I can't defend it. I can't argue it. All I, all I know is the research, and there's 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 only one piece I want to pick on very briefly, and I'll put the rest in the show notes. The,
0: Fine, but you get what I'm saying, man. Oh, like, no, I agree.
1: Are, I, I understand completely, and I think 100% every— 100%
0: to me fall under the realm of professionalism and work ethics. Well, I
1: don't know about retention. Retention doesn't fall under per, uh, professionalism. Well, that's
0: different. That, that'll give you—like, if you— you know, uh, but yeah,
1: attendance, uh, motivation can be tough because it's part professionalism. That's part of give and take when it comes to, um, right. you know, maybe. um,
0: Like retention can be more about like, okay, we're going to, sure, allow you a flexible schedule. That doesn't mean you come and go whenever, but, you know, maybe you you, you still do your time. We're going to have a nice work room. You'll have good tools to do your job. So uh, for developers like me, a def- decent desktop and, you know, maybe. Uh, a, a nice desk that you can sit at or a window yeah. view something decent salary like those are all things that affect retention i I realized that a lot of interviews today include a culture fit and you know i I, I think culture is fi- a fine part of, of jobs, but um I also am there to do a job. I like doing what I do. And when I look to hire people, I don't always care about the culture fit. I really care first and foremost, can you do your job? Do you come in and hit the ground running? Or am I going to have to teach you the basics of how to do your damn job? And I'm always say, don't hire this person. They don't know what they're doing.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I want to end on that excellent note. I'm going to put all the research in the show notes because that's just too good not to not to take it from there. There is. Listen, if, if anybody out there is shaking their head in the negative, trust me, there are all sorts of opinions there are all sorts of thoughts. There's all sorts of of backgrounds in this field. And you may have a situation where you say, well, what about this case? What about that case? But again, we're not trying to be black and white here, as, as Chris said earlier. And, you know, Chris, Maybe you know, okay a little bit <laughs> but you and I have talked offline and we've got into some funny little debates between ourselves and I kind of put on this attitude sometimes of well I'm you know it's so flexible and this is how I like to live my life but the reality is my main job what what pays my bills is not this podcast it's teaching students at a university and I will be damned if I'm going to be late for one of those 4 hour class blocks I may have in over six years, have been one or two minutes late on less than a handful occasions, and most of the time I was already on campus anyway, coming from a meeting. somebody
0: stopped you to ask you a question on your way into a class?
1: Some situation like that. If I'm going to be late or if I'm going to miss that class, which, again, we're falling under less than a handful in those number of years, I call hours or potentially days ahead as soon as I know and get something arranged. So as much as I boast, as much as I like to... Professionalism. Exactly. As much as I like to play, oh, it's all flexible, we should have all these flexible uh, situations, I know that's not even true in my case. When that class is scheduled, I am there.
0: hmm So I, I'm one of those guys that's five minutes early to every meeting, just about. Or I, I'm definitely on time. I'm definitely like a minute or two early, usually. I try to head to it on time because, um, to me... Being punctual, like mm-hmm. you said, being at the meeting, I respect the other people's time. Like, I don't want them waiting on me because to me, that's like, oh, you know, that's just insulting and it prevents things from getting started and finishing on
1: time. Well, I think we're at a good place to wrap this one up. Listen, if you're an employer, think about some of these things. What can you offer your employees that really help them rest, relax, and rejuvenate while at the office to get productivity out of them? But if you're an employee, think about what's a little bit too far. What's too far and what at what point do you just really steal time and money from your employer? Uh, while you're at work playing PS4 or Xbox. A lot of things to consider here. Hopefully you'll consider some of this as we move into 2017. And uh, with that, I guess we'll go ahead and sign off. Chris, thanks for joining me today. No problem. I'm going to stick around during the closing here for a little bit to let you know that it is our deepest apologies that this episode was published a little bit late. We're running somewhat behind in our um, editing schedule, not our production schedule, but editing here towards the end of 2016. Uh, as for episode 60, we're gonna take next week off, and then we're gonna join you on December 26th with our final episode of this calendar year. That'll be episode 60. So we'll see you then. But the thing is, we want to make sure that you know that all of our podcast pages at multinewmedia.com have a community uh, feature enabled towards the bottom of the page that you can leave us messages, that you can chat. We're currently using Discuss. It's a free account, by the way. You don't need to pay anything. Join our community and never will need to. So just bring your uh, Discuss account over or sign in with your Facebook or Twitter or other account and uh, leave us some comments and connect with us. We know that the holiday season can be stressful, even if you don't celebrate all of the holidays. In that stretch between Christmas and New Year's, we want to make sure that we're with you not only with a new episode but also in the community feature. So if you have anything to say, if you just want to tune out and, and come back to a, a place of sanity, if you will, with business technology, just leave us a message on any of the episode pages and we'll be thrilled to spend some time with you over this holiday season. If you want to catch us by email, remember our email address is feedback at multinewmedia.com and our website, as always, multinewmedia.com.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, take care.